The Voices of Search podcast is a proud member of the I Hear Everything podcast network. Looking to launch or scale your podcast? I Hear Everything delivers podcast production, growth, and monetization solutions that transform your words into profit. Ready to give your brand a voice? Then visit IHearEverything.com. Bridge Toll, California, customer service number. Highway miles to the gallon, Ford Focus. Thailand Cave Rescue Operation. What is Schema F? Best wine bars in San Carlos, California. Best Western hotels. How old is Ronaldo? What happened with Big Brother? What's a good engagement? How long before give? a wedding should I send out many save the dates? The first series Use IMAP to check email on other email clients. Identify fonts from where to find the Welcome to Algorithm Month on the Voices of Search podcast. I'm your host, Benjamin Shapiro, and this month we're taking a look inside the black box that is Google's search algorithm. Joining us today is Jordan Cooney, who is the lead SEO strategist and the CEO of Searchmetrics, Inc. And today, Jordan and I are going to talk about how Google's policies and guidelines impact their algorithm. And this podcast is also sponsored by Ahrefs. What if I told you that you could monitor your website's SEO health, backlinks, and organic rankings at no costs? Sounds too good to be true? Well, it's not. Because my friends at Ahrefs just launched Ahrefs Webmaster Tools. Ahrefs' new Webmaster Tools product quickly helps you improve your site's visibility by pointing solutions to over 100 technical issues that might be holding your search performance down. Plus, AWT monitors for backlinks so you'll know the most linked to pages and how those links are affecting your rankings. And AWT shares what keywords your website ranks for and compares how you stack up against competitors for key metrics like search volume, keyword difficulty, and traffic value. Look, monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools. And now, thanks to Ahrefs, that's not the case anymore because AWT will help you monitor your SEO health, backlinks, and keywords for free. And no, it's not one of those 14-day free trial offers. It's a powerful site audit tool that will keep working for you for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. Okay, on with the show. Here's my conversation with Jordan Cooney, lead SEO strategist and CEO of Searchmetrics, Inc. Jordan, welcome back to Algorithm Month on the Voices of Search podcast. Hey, Ben, ready to dive into maybe the uh, maybe, maybe what would be considered the most boring topic, but I would completely disagree. I was going to try to make a joke here about time to get excited. We're going to talk about guidelines and policies. Woo! Yeah, it's like reading the dictionary. All right. Well, we're going to try to make this episode a little bit more exciting than dry wheat toast. Exactly. So, Jordan, so far this month, we've been talking about what Google's algorithm is. We've been talking about what ranking factors are and how they impact it. And just to catch everyone up, we've said that Google doesn't have a single algorithm, right? They have a collection of technologies that help you evaluate, sort, and match your content to specific keywords. And they have these systems that crawl and index and right figure out what the right experience is for your content within their search experience. And when we say an algorithm, we really mean multiple algorithms. There's the core algorithm, freshness, relevance, local, video, imagery, a whole bunch of different algorithms that weave together to make Google's general search algorithm. Correct. And we talked about ranking factors last week as some of the things that we think as the SEO community are going to impact how your content is 
consumed by Google, but Google actually states what their policies and their guidelines are and how they impact how they think about your content. So, Jordan, with that said, talk to me a little bit about the difference between what Google says is a policy and what Google says is a guideline. Yeah, so guidelines are overarching themes that Google's trying to provide guidance and direction on to webmasters and the SEO community. So, you know, Google has things like content guidelines, quality guidelines. Those can be broken down into certain specific guidelines like, you know, overarching content topics like AMP guidelines. But within those guidelines, there are policies. And those policies are the specifics by which you have to apply those guidelines, right? So in order for you to become relevant in AMP, you need to follow certain policies or requirements to have your AMP pages visible within Google search. Or another great example is if you have an international website and you have multiple languages, there are international guidelines, but you then have to apply the policies that are required to have your specific language and page show up in a country or denominant language that you want it to show up in. And so that's the difference between a set of guidelines versus the specific policies. So I'm thinking of this from a political perspective. Obviously, another large organization or large organizations that have guidelines and policies, I think of guidelines being similar to the law, right? These are things that do not change or are very difficult to change. And policies are things that are implemented more in the short term that are kind of evolving over time. Am I, am I getting that right? Absolutely. Policies change quite frequently for Google. Guidelines usually don't, right? Like, I mean, it's been nearly now over a decade of Google pushing hard on content guidelines. And I would find it very hard to believe that tomorrow or even in the foreseeable next, you know, eight to 10 years, Google's suddenly going to say, we no longer care about content guidelines. So using the, the political metaphor again, the guideline is the currency of the United States of America is the dollar. And the policy is the current interest rate is 2.5%. Right. And that's something that could change over time. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. Give me an example of a, how a policy, you know, without me talking in metaphors, of a guideline, one that, you know, has not changed, but a policy that is nested within that guideline that's changed a bunch. Yeah. So mobile guidelines has been something that Google's touted for uh, quite a while now. They've talked about mobile first and ensuring that you have a mobile-friendly website. And so that's a set of guidelines that won't change. A policy, though, that has evolved over time is the different technologies that we have accessible to us to make your website mobile-friendly. So Google has adapted policies around MDOT versus responsive, and now they're applying new types of policies around web-based applications so that people can produce mobile-friendly websites that can be crawled, indexed, and available to users searching in Google. So basically, Google's guideline is, hey, mobile is going to be something that is a priority. You should make all of your pages mobily responsive. The policy is, here's how you should make your pages mobily responsive. Right. And that has evolved over time. And Google's adapted those policies to reflect the new technology that's available to webmasters. And I think it's something that we should all be conscientious of is that 
especially for folks that are on the receiving end of getting SEO advice, a lot of SEOs will talk about guidelines and harp about guidelines. Oh, you need to be mobile first. What we don't spend enough time on is often describing how the policies have changed. So let's talk about how you can understand what the guidelines and policies are. How is Google actually communicating what SEOs need to know and and how is it going to relate to the algorithm? You just opened the Pandora's box there. I mean, that's a a huge topic um, and it's evolved a lot over the years. So maybe we start from kind of like the beginning. From the onset, Google published a lot of their recommendations on their blog. So this was the Webmaster Central blog. It's still available today. They still publish on it frequently. But this was kind of like the first vehicle by which you could access news and information as well as changes that were going on within Google's policies and requirements for webmasters. That has grown quite substantially. I mean, now we have a variety of different outlets by which Google's communicating with the SEO community, including a more informal areas like communities within console, which we'll talk about more specifically in a little bit, as well as John Mueller and other representatives through Twitter or YouTube communicating directly with the SEO community. But these resources were kind of the the starting place by which most of the guidelines were revealed. And then ultimately, these were the resources that Google used to inform the community about the policy changes. So Google had this blog where they were starting to communicate what their policies and their guidelines are. Exactly. And and how were people interpreting what Google was saying? And I mean, simultaneously, there's another resource that webmasters were always using. And this was uh, Google Search Console. That's what it's called today. For those of you who are relatively new to the industry, uh, you may or may not know this. I mean, I still use the names interchangeably, but this was originally called Google Webmaster Tools. It's since now called Google Search Console. I still have a hard time saying that sometimes. Um, But ultimately, Google Search Console is kind of the mainstay where Google has the official publication of their guidelines. And they, they break these guidelines down into kind of two different sections. They talk about content guidelines. They talk about quality guidelines. And then they have a kind of a general overview within the Search Console Help Center. But this is now kind of where the backbone of the information that you may want to gather around their guidelines and policies, that's kind of where they they keep it now today. So we've gone from the Google Webmaster blog to now we have Webmaster Tools, which we're calling Search Console today, which is where you can go to get all of your official guidelines and policy statements from Google. And that is the only place where people are talking about how to interpret Google's policies and guidelines. Right, Jordan? Not entirely. Okay. Um, There's been a variety of different situations over the years. Uh, I think one of the most notable ones in the history of how webmasters discovered information about Google's guidelines and policies was when there was a leak of Google's Raider guidelines. So not to confuse folks, but the Raider guidelines is a massive document. I think it's probably like almost 200 pages of very specific criteria by which Google would inform human raters to evaluate websites. So it was a way for Google to 
produce data for their machine learning models, to evaluate different criteria that their own algorithm couldn't determine. But this set of Google guidelines, this set of Raider guidelines, excuse me, was a huge unveiling and allowed webmasters in the SEO community to understand a variety of expectations that Google has for websites. Time for a one-minute break to hear from our sponsor, Previsible. So you're looking for SEO help, and you got a couple of options. You could start replying to spam from agencies that claim they can get you to rank number one on Google. You can pay an hourly rate for a consultant who will inevitably nickel and dime you with hourly charges. Or you can work with a cookie-cutter agency to quickly launch a strategy-less project with low success rate. None of those sound very good, now do they? Well, that's where Previsible's integrated consulting model comes in. Previsible draws from a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to unlock your organic growth opportunities. They build custom solutions that combine strategy, technical expertise, content, and reporting to effectively operationalize SEO for your business. Previsible's four-stage approach ensures that your SEO programs thrive by starting off with a strategy-first approach. Then they support you in your efforts to create quality content, help you identify technical issues, and most importantly, they'll work with your cross-functional teams to integrate your SEO strategies to make sure that your SEO budget actually drives results, not just your agency's bottom line. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, Square, all who rely on the SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's previsible, P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. So just to clarify, when Jordan says the Google Raider guidelines, it is not Raider like the Oakland Raider football teams. It is the people that are actually rating the content. So there are a collection of people that Google employs to evaluate content performance and how it should be ranked. Correct. And... Somebody spilled the beans and talked about what the quality standards for their content are, some of the scales, some of the factors for ranking for page quality. Yeah, and you're right. right. So so they have this broken down into a variety of different parts, including uh, page quality ratings, mobile ratings, and then there's a variety of other evaluation criteria that they use. But one of the reasons this is a super important document is that it allowed us to understand how Google is looking at quality and the various scales by which they want to look at quality. It was the first place where we kind of were exposed to themes like uh, your money, your life, so YMYL, or EAT, you know, expertise, authoritativeness, and trustworthiness. These concepts, these quality rating concepts allowed SEOs to better interpret and understand what Google's expectations were. And I think it's a, it was, it was leaked at first, but then Google started publishing this publicly. So they started like releasing it publicly. And I think that their latest one was still in 2019. They published it. Uh, I know that there was some squirmish about a month ago that it all of a sudden disappeared, but I believe that was an error and they republished it back on the website. But it is an accessible document to the public to learn more about how Google rates websites. So Google has been a little bit more forthcoming with the way that they rank their content. Uh, But there's still other places and communities where SEOs are getting together to discuss how to interpret Google's policies and their guidelines. Talk to me about some of the community resources, whether it be on Google or outside of it, that SEOs can go to understand how to think about the policies and guidelines. 
Yeah, and I think this is super important. So going back to Ben's analogy of the political and government analogies of laws, you know, you read a lot of these guidelines that Google publishes officially, and it's quite dry. And it's sometimes very hard to understand how this might apply to my industry, how this might apply to my use case. And I believe that the community is really where the true understanding of Google's guidelines and policies takes place. These can happen in the official places like Google Search Console's community. They have a community section where you can post questions and folks can reply. Industry experts can reply as well as Google members can reply. But also GitHub has an SEO optimization topic uh, that you can get uh, technical questions answered. And one of my favorites is Reddit. Reddit has an SEO stream where you can actually get community information, feedback, and comments on different guidelines and policies. And I really encourage folks, once they read some of these Google guidelines, to go and do some searches inside of these communities because you start to really see how this applies in the real world. And you'd be surprised. It it can vary tremendously by industry, by content type, by country. And so I really encourage you to leverage not just the official documentation and read it as a letter of the law, but see how this has been applied in real life. Going back to the political metaphor, sometimes there are laws that are passed which require interpretation. And not everything is going to be black and white. And so being a community member in GitHub, you know, with with Google, on Reddit, and seeing how other SEOs are going to interpret Google's policy changes or or what their guidelines are is something that's going to help you understand and make some decisions on how to adjust your content and website strategies. I mean, Ben, you know, it's kind of funny because it's one of the main reasons why we have courts. I mean, we are, why we have a Supreme Court in the United States, and it's it's why they interpret the laws, right? Let's just let's just not confuse GitHub and Reddit with the courts from the United <laughs> States. Fair enough. Fair Even enough. though it might seem like it, there's next a, up Wikipedia. <laughs> let's bring it back to the algorithm. We originally started off. This is Algorithm Month. We're talking about how different factors can impact how your content and website is interpreted by the algorithm. How do these policies and guidelines actually impact how Google thinks about your content? How does it impact what the algorithm does with your website? Uh, It's absolutely foundational. If you don't understand how to leverage these guidelines, you're often dead in the water. And I'm really thankful that Google started using these channels and they continue to develop these channels of communication and these requirements for webmasters because it enables a more competitive and more vibrant ecosystem within search. And so using these policies and guidelines is the foundation to generating success in Google search. And it's remarkable. It's truly remarkable you know, having been in this industry now for nearly 20 years, to see how often businesses, webmasters, and technical folks and companies just completely miss the mark on Google's guidelines. And I think that it is really the the most critical dial that you can leverage when it comes to influencing your success in Google search. So my takeaway here is that Google goes out of its way to publish guidelines and for the most part, you know, state what their policies are, even though they change relatively quickly. And this is the best way that the SEO community can understand 
how to interpret Google's algorithm. This is the statement from Google saying, this is how we want you to operate and optimize for search. Jordan, essentially, these policies and guidelines is Google's most accurate or public-facing way for them to say, here's what our algorithm does. Am I right? That's right. That's exactly right. I mean, it is the manual to understanding Google search. So Jordan, are there any other places or, or is there anything else that Google is doing to communicate how they're thinking about their search algorithm or just trying to communicate with the SEO community? Yeah, I mean, there's one resource that I think is really unique and not a lot of folks in the SEO community leverage it as much as I believe they should. And it's called Google AI. So ai.google slash research. This is a resource where Google publicly publishes all of their research studies, both their third-party and internal publications about their technology, about algorithms, about different tests that they've experimented with. And this is a super valuable resource because it unlocks the keys to understanding many of these guidelines. It unlocks the knowledge by which Google went about making this guideline a requirement for the community. And I really encourage folks to browse through this. There's tons of information in here. I'm not exactly sure how big the publication database is, but there's far more than just SEO and and search-related elements in here. But you can do some quick searches on themes, whether it be content quality, whether it be link building, you know, external ranking factors, all these different aspects that you might be curious about. And you can do a, a keyword search and they will show you all the publications that are relevant to that. And you'd be remarkably surprised what you can learn by reading some of these documents and what Google has done to better understand how to educate the community and create these guidelines and policies. There are 5,379 publications, which are essentially (laughs) the notes that Google was referencing when they made up the test. So if you're looking (laughs) for some light summer reading, by all means, ai.google slash research is the place for you to go. Jordan, uh, any other last comments on understanding Google's policies, understanding Google's guidelines as they relate to the algorithm? No, that's all I got for you guys. And I think that this is a great foundation to the rest of our algorithm uh, month. All right. And that wraps up this episode of the Voices of Search podcast. Thanks for listening to my conversation with Jordan Cooney, the lead SEO strategist and CEO of Searchmetrics, Inc. We'd love to continue the conversation with you. So if you're interested in contacting Jordan, you can find a link to his LinkedIn profile in our show notes. You can contact him on Twitter. His handle is JT Cooney, J-T-K-O-E-N-E or you could visit his company's website, searchmetrics.com. And a special thanks to Previsible for sponsoring this podcast. If you're looking for support with all of your SEO needs, Previsible's integrated consulting model is there for you. They draw on a collective 40 years of SEO and digital marketing experience to help you unlock your organic search and growth opportunities. So join brands like Yelp, eBay, Canva, Atlassian, and Square, all who rely on SEO consultants at Previsible. For more information, go to previsible.io. That's P-R-E-V-I-S-I-B-L-E dot I-O. And a special thanks to Ahrefs for sponsoring this podcast. Monitoring your website used to require multiple expensive tools, but that's not the case anymore thanks to Ahrefs. 
because they just launched their Ahrefs Webmaster Tools product, which monitors your SEO health, helps you keep track of your backlinks, and gives you the insight into what keywords are performing for free. So check out Ahrefs Webmaster Tools at ahrefs.com slash A-W-T. That's Ahrefs, A-H-R-E-F-S dot com slash A-W-T. If you have general marketing questions, or if you'd like to talk to me about this podcast, you can find my contact information in our show notes, or you can send me a tweet at Ben J. Shap, B-E-N-J-S-H-A-P. And if you like this podcast and you want a regular stream of SEO and content marketing insights in your podcast feed, hit the subscribe button in your podcast app, and we'll be back in your feed next week. Lastly, if you've enjoyed the show and you're feeling generous, we'd love for you to leave us a review in the Apple iTunes store or wherever you listen to your podcasts. All right, that's it for today. But until next time, remember, the answers are always in the data.